talk today about the best question ever. And uh, before we do that, let's just open our hearts again to God. Our Father, we, we thank you that you just always, always, always want to build into our hearts. God, that you want to continue to lead us more and more to life to the full. And so, God, we just open our hearts again to you this morning. To the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, in whatever way, God, you want to minister to us, we just welcome you to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Well, I have been kind of excited about this message because it is about literally the best question ever. Well, uh, maybe it's not the best, best question, but it's a really, really good question that uh, I've been really applying to my life in this last while. And um, man, I tell you, it's really changed a lot in my life. I have been walking with a lot more joy and uh, a lot less worry, a lot less striving. Uh, I think my relationships have been going better, at least in my opinion. And so I think this question, that if you really apply this to your life, it, it will really change everything for the good. Now, before we get to the question, I want to just put some background to this question because this question is found in a context uh, of certain truths. And I want to go back to what we chatted about a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were looking at this passage in Ephesians, just a beautiful passage, has so much in it. Let me read this passage again. It says, I pray from, uh, that from His glorious unlimited resources... He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down deep, will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And so Paul in this text is praying that our roots will grow down deep into God's love, which is an endless resource, that all of our life would, would flow from God's love. That that would be our source for everything we do and think and act. That it would all be coming from, from, the, from the, the strength and life that comes from, from God. And uh, it says at the end here that we will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And, and of course, this is, this is something that we want. Just picture being, being full of all the fullness and life and power that comes from God. Now, there's a lot of life and a lot of power in God, and, uh, and, and just to be filled with that would be amazing. And maybe that's something that we only dream of. Maybe we think that's impossible. But there's a key in this text that we talked about two weeks ago, because it says, may you experience the love of Christ, then, <laughs> then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And so this path to being made complete of all the fullness and life and power that comes from God is directly tied to experiencing the love of Christ. This is different from just knowledge of God's love. I mean, people who just 
just have theological knowledge of God's love tend to be people who don't really experience God's love. This is more than just knowledge, though knowledge, of course, is important. This is experience, that you would actually experience the love of Christ, that you'd experience on a, on a daily basis, that you would experience that love from moment to moment, because when you experience the love of Christ, it leads to being made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That we would be overflowing with His love. That we'd experience His love so deeply. That we'd just be overflowing with His love. And, and we talked about it a couple, couple weeks ago, and we used uh, the illustration of rocks. A jar of rocks where, where this jar is overflowing with rocks. Less overflowing now, but it's overflowing. It's spilling out, and the rocks are falling. And this is the way God wants our, us to be, our heart, not filled with rocks, but filled with love. That he wants our heart to be overflowing with his love. And when our heart is overflowing with love, I mean, there is no room for despair. There's no room for bitterness. There's no room for unforgiveness. There's no room for hatred. There's no room for, you know, talking down about yourself. It just doesn't fit in there because you're overflowing with love. That this is God's desire for us. But if our heart is not overflowing with God's love, if it's only half experiencing God's love, then all of a sudden there's room for despair and there's room for bitterness and there's room for you know, anger towards somebody and all of a sudden there's all this junk in your life. This is not God's will for you. God's desire is that you would overflow with his love so that you only see things, you only see people, you only see yourself, you only see your situation through love because your heart is just overflowing with God's love that, that this is his desire for you, that may you experience the love of Christ, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. God's desire, again, is for you to overflow in His love in every moment. Uh, it says in John 10, 10, and we use this verse a lot, Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That, that one of the purposes that, of Jesus pouring himself into human flesh and living his life and dying and rising again was, was that we would have life to the full. And that's not life full of self. That's not life full of striving. It's life full of the presence of God. It's life full of his love. That if that's one of the purposes of why Jesus came, then clearly this is God's will and his desire for you that you would be full of life. And again, how does that happen? Well, may you experience the love of Christ. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That he wants us to be, be overflowing with, with love and with life. Remember what Jesus said when he met that Samaritan woman at the well. He says... Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. And so this, this love and relationship with Jesus is, is like this bubbling spring. Like he bubble, bubbles in our heart and is to fill us, to overflowing. And John 7, again, he talks about this idea of overflowing. 
anyone who believes in me, again, it doesn't just say the special people. It doesn't just say those who have it all together. It's anyone, anyone who opens their heart to Jesus, anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from their heart. Rivers of living water. This is, again, this overflow that should be flowing out of our heart. And notice Jesus doesn't just say here a, a little spring. He doesn't just say a river. He actually uses rivers. Do you notice that? Rivers, because a little stream is not enough. It's not just one river. It's actually rivers of living water that we are, are to be so filled with the experience of God's love that it just overflows, that there are just rivers of, of water flowing from from our heart. In Philippians, we've seen the same idea of overflow. I pray that your love will overflow more and more. That this is something that we should be growing in. That as we continue to walk and experience the love of Christ, that we should feel a bubbling spring turn into a river, to another river, to, to rivers as we mature in Christ. We are just to overflow more and more in His love. And we can just do a quick check-in with our hearts. I mean, how, how is your heart today? Is it overflowing with God's love? Do you, do you feel maybe it's just a bubbling spring today, or is it a river, or is it rivers? Or maybe you feel that your heart is, is, is partially empty. It is lacking in experience with God's love. Well, the good news is that God wants to have you overflow in his love in every single way. In 1 Thessalonians, it says, may the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else. So first point here is clear that God's desire, God's will, the very, one of the very reasons he came was so that we would overflow with love that we would have an overflow, that we would not be half empty where there's room for all the, the junk in this world, that we would be, be overflowing with God's love towards others and towards people, that we would overflow. Second point here that we need to understand is that God's love is, is like a waterfall. Now near my house, actually I got two waterfalls near my house. In fact, if Brian, you're watching today, we, we checked out one yesterday on our little motorbike ride. But in summer, you can go underneath these waterfalls and, and, and you just get soaked under these waterfalls because there's just an endless source of water flowing down on your head and you just get completely drenched in water. And this is what God's love is like. It's just a constant flow on us. It is always flowing in every moment. In every moment, there's a waterfall of love pouring on you. It, and it's, it's enough to cover you, it's enough to overflow, it's enough to cause rivers to flow out. There's this endless flow of water flowing on us. But the problem is sometimes, you know, if I go to that waterfall and, and I get soaked, I can walk away from that waterfall and go home and no longer am I being soaked by the waterfall. You know, I dry out. And sometimes you might mistakenly think God's love is like that. That there are times, you might say, where I, there's this waterfall of love coming from God on me, but then, you know, I go home from church, or I go home from that prayer meeting, or I go home from that walk in the woods, and, you know, no longer is that waterfall of love pouring on me. The reality is, no matter where you are, that waterfall is flowing on you. 
It never stops. It never slows down. That in every moment of your day, there is a waterfall of love coming from God upon us. In fact, there's an interesting kind of picture of this in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, you might remember the story of Moses when the Israelites were wandering in the desert. They got thirsty. And Moses took his staff and he, and he struck this rock and water flowed out of it. And twice you see this in Exodus and Numbers. Though in Numbers he was told to speak to the rock, but he hit it anyways. Uh, but he, he hits this rock and water flows out of this rock to, to satisfy the thirst of his people. But there's an interesting legend that kind of grew out of Jewish tradition was that this rock actually followed the Israelites in their wanderings. And, and Paul actually mentions this legend in 1 Corinthians 10. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but it says this. Talking about the Israelites wandering in the desert. All of them drank the same spiritual water, for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. And it's coming back to this idea that this rock that would, would give water actually followed the Israelites around in the desert. And Paul says, hey, this is, this is a picture of Christ. He is that rock that follows us around, for that rock is Christ. And it's true that this waterfall, it actually follows us around. Wherever we are, there is a waterfall of love flowing on us. And it doesn't matter if your day is awesome or your day is crappy or you're being really nice to people or you're being really mean to people. There is a waterfall of love in every moment coming upon you from God. It is flowing on you. Now, so we see, first of all, God's will for you is to be filled with his love. Secondly, we see that God's love is always flowing on us all the time. So the question is, why are there moments when I'm not overflowing in his love? If that's God's will, and he's always flowing water on me, why is it there are times when I'm talking to somebody or thinking about somebody or I have a situation where I don't feel like I'm overflowing in God's love. Well, the reason is, is because we often, and I brought my umbrella to picture this, is we, we stick up a little umbrella in our heart. Because no matter where you are, in every moment, the waterfall of God's love is, is pouring on you. But if you stick up an umbrella, all of a sudden you don't feel that water pouring on you. I mean, if I go into a waterfall and I stick up an umbrella that's strong enough, I'm not going to get so wet because there's a block between the water flowing down and in, in, in my life. And so too, often in life, what we do as God's love pours down and God is saying, my will for you is to be overflowing with your love. And I got more than enough love flowing down. We, we stick up our umbrella and therefore we don't experience an overflow of God's love in a moment. It says in Luke chapter 6, Jesus said, what you say flows from what is in your heart. Or Matthew 12, what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. And so if your heart is overflowing with God's love, because you've put down all the umbrellas and, and you've just, you're just open to receiving His love, then out of your heart, because it's overflowing with God's love, you're, you're going to have this, this overflow of, of words. Just as Ephesians 4.29 says that we should only say things that are helpful in building up others. So at any time we say something that's not helpful in building up others, it shows that perhaps we've stuck up an umbrella in some area of our heart. 
that's blocking the flow of love because somehow there's junk coming, coming out, of, out, of, out, of, out of our hearts. And so God's desire is that his love would flow, that there'd be nothing in our heart that would stop it, that our heart would actually be just surrendered and open to God's love. And that if we sense anything that is blocking his love, that we would acknowledge it and, and, and fix that. We see Paul said this, my heart is always full and overflowing with thanks to God for you. And this is what God wants for us, that our heart would just be always overflowing. There'd be no block in our spirit, no block in our heart, no block in our mind that would put up an umbrella for God's love to flow. And so again, God's will for us is to be overflowing with his love. God has the source. His, his waterfall of love is always flowing down. So if at any moment in our life, we do not feel like our heart is overflowing in God's love, here is where the best question ever comes into play. And the best question ever, at least in my opinion, because I think it's awesome, is this. What is blocking my heart from overflowing with God's love in this moment? If you're not sensing an overflow of God's love in that moment, ask the question, God, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment. In fact, the better way to phrase it is, is, is actually speaking to the Father, Son, or Holy Spirit. You can put whatever you want in there. Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? So as you are chatting with people, you are interacting with others, if at any moment you sense that you're not overflowing in love, you simply need to pause and just say, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? And just to help you understand how this works, let me uh, just share with you some of my experiences with this question over the last uh, number of weeks. Uh, and so uh, what I did is I just kind of made mental notes or I jotted it down because I was thinking about doing this message and trying to apply this to my life uh, of just situations where I didn't feel like I was overflowing with God's love. And so there is a time a few times anyways, where I was feeling insecure as I was watching someone who was really gifted. And, and maybe we all know what this is like when you see someone that's more gifted than you at something and you just kind of feel insecure and you're like, I really suck, man, I'm not like that. And, and, and when you're insecure and feeling like that, you're not overflowing with God's love. You're talking down about yourself. And so I just pause and say, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this, in this very moment. And, and I just heard the Father say, uh, you're focusing on how I made others, not on how I have gifted you. And so you just hear from the Father, and then you agree with the Father, and you say yes. And you just begin to think maybe about how you're gifted. But, but, but whatever moment it is, and, and it's important when I ask this question, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with, with your love in this moment? Because sometimes we think, well, you know, later in the day I'll be overflowing with God's love, but right now I'm ticked at this person. Actually, every single moment, God wants you to be overflowing with his love. And so if there's not an overflow of love flowing from your hearts, then it's not God's fault because his will is for you to overflow, and he's got enough overflow for you. There's something blocking your heart or your spirit. There's something in you that's sticking up an umbrella, so this is why this question is important. Father, what is blocking my heart? So there's another time I was just not feeling well. I think if I remember my stomach was upset or something like that. 
And uh, it's kind of hard to, to feel an overflow of love when you're not feeling well. And so I just said, Father, what is blocking me from experiencing an overflow of your love in this moment? Because I know Jesus on the cross was going through vastly and greater more pain than I was going through. And yet he was overflowing with God on the cross. He was like, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. I mean, tremendous pain, yet he's still overflowing with, with God's love because God's love is enough. So I just asked, well, Father, what is blocking my heart from experiencing your love in this moment? And I, and I just felt him say, is not my love stronger than how you're feeling? And for sure it is. I just began to acknowledge his love and the strength of his love in that moment. And, and all of a sudden, even though my stomach was hurting, I was just like, I, I just felt the overflow of, of God's love return in my life. Uh, there was a time, <laughs> I think two weeks ago, where I was really tired of, of, of Zoom meetings. Uh, I think I was like on my third long Zoom meeting of the day, and it was a Zoom meeting with 12 other pastors from across Canada, and it was kind of a longer meeting. And, and I was just like, ugh. I'm tired of this Zoom meeting, and I don't want to be on the Zoom meeting. Maybe I should just leave. And, 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 and I felt that I was not overflowing with God's love. And so again, I just, in that moment, just, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? And I just felt the Father say, uh, look at them with eyes of compassion. You know, stop focusing on yourself. Look at them with eyes of compassion. So I just started looking at all these pastors from across Canada and just started thinking about all the struggles they were going through. Maybe difficulty in their relationships or ministry difficulties. And, and, and I just began to sense God's love for them. And all of a sudden, I, I just felt my heart overflow with compassion for these folks on this meeting. And, all of a sudden I, and then my heart was overflowing. And all of a sudden, I was, you know, overflowing in God's love once again. Uh, there's times when, uh, a time when I was thinking negatively about someone and their choices. And uh, it's kind of negative thinking. And, you know, again, just ask, Father, you know, what is blocking my heart from overflowing in your love? You know, where is this negativity coming from? And I just felt him, felt him say, you want them to fit into your mold. I have not made them that way. You know, me trying to control, trying to force them to be like me or the way I want them to be. And, and God has made everyone different, and, and that's awesome. And I just was not acknowledging that in that moment. And so all of a sudden, I just began to say, you know, God, thank you that you've made them different than me. That's so awesome. God, I thank you for how you created and loved them. And all of a sudden, my heart was once again overflowing in love for that person. Uh, there are a few times when I was kind of focusing on the negative, you know, because it's just really easy, you know, focus on all the issues in your life and around you and why this day is not going well and you just begin to be overwhelmed by negative things. You know, maybe there's a frustrating situation. I've had some of those. And as soon as I began to kind of feel like negative thoughts were overflowing, I just stop and say, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing in your love in this moment? And, uh, and one time it was just this. God said, focus on what you can be thankful for and the overflow of my love will be felt again. You can say focus on the negative or be thankful and feel joy, your choice. <laughs> God given me a choice, and, and it's true. And I just stopped right there, and I was like, man, it's so much better when you're feeling an overflow of love than an overflow of negativity, and I just began to think of things to be thankful for in that moment. And again, I felt the overflow of God's love return. Uh, there were times when I felt worried or anxious or striving 
kind of common theme that pops up in my life sometimes. And uh, throughout that, I just asked this question again. Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing in your love in this moment? Because it, it, you don't sense an overflow of God's love when you're freaking out about something or you're striving and straining. And I just heard these kind of things. You're striving rather than walking with me. Or you're trying to control the situation. Seek first the kingdom and trust me. You think it's all up to you. Or don't think ahead right now. Just enjoy my presence in this moment. Or even don't take your life so seriously. I mean, I had that just uh, like when we took communion today. I even used this during the service already. Uh, when I took the bread, I got a little piece of bread caught in my teeth. I was like, well, what if that gets on camera? And I started like losing the overflow. And I was just like, in the, in the silence, Father, what is blocking my heart from the overflow in this moment? And he's just like, don't take yourself so seriously. Right? I hung naked on a cross in front of you all, and I was filled with love, and I was so ashamed. Don't worry about something in your teeth. I mean, and it's just like, oh, yeah, don't take your life so seriously. This is God's desire for you, to overflow with his love. He's got more than enough flowing with you, and so the block is just often in us receiving, that we're failing to receive his love in an area, maybe because we're believing a lie, maybe because we're taking ourselves too seriously, or whatever it is, but I guarantee you, if you start using this question, it'll change you, and I'm not going to stop using this question because it's been awesome, but when you're having a conversation with your spouse, and it's getting, you know, maybe a little bit intense, just stop in your heart and say, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? If you feel yourself getting anxious or stressed out, just say, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? And you know what? God will speak to you. And as he speaks to you, you have a choice. You have a choice to humble yourself or to remain in pride. Because if you don't humble yourself and, and acknowledge what God is saying, and, and sometimes you're like, God, I don't know if I can do this because my flesh is weak, but help me in this. But you can humble yourself and receive the love of God or walk in pride and stay in your negativity or, or make that conversation go worse. So again, the question, Father, what is blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in this moment? And you might be, well, Jesse, you know, those things you're talking about, those are all fairly easy things, but what my life is going through or what my marriage looks like or what I'm struggling with is really big. How does this work? Well, next week, we're going to do part two and talk a little bit more about this question in perhaps more difficult situations. Uh, but I just want to uh, close with some reflection. Maybe I'll invite Daniel up to just play some music on the piano. So, Father, we... We thank you, God, that your love is like a waterfall. Father, your love is not just a little stream. That your love is not just a little river. It's, it's rivers flowing on us. In every moment, that water is flowing on us. And right now, everybody who is watching this live stream, your love is... God is flowing on them like a waterfall. Doesn't matter if their day is going good or bad, their marriage is going good or bad, their work situation is going good or bad, their thought life is good or bad, that your love right now, in this moment, we thank you that your love is flowing on each and every one of us. And so, Father, right now we just receive.
We acknowledge there's nothing we have to do. There's nothing we have to prove. That your love is flowing. And we receive that. And your love is flowing into every little cell, every little chunk of DNA in our being. And we receive your love. We receive your love into the, the dark places of our lives. Those places maybe we don't want anybody to know about. Your, your love is flowing even into those areas. For the light, a darkness cannot stop the light of your love. And Father, we thank you that your will for us is just to receive that love in such a way that it overflows in every situation, that it overflows in every thought we have, in every relationship we have, in every moment of every day that you want us to overflow in that love. So Father, forgive us for when we put blocks in our heart or in our spirit that blocks that love from flowing onto ourselves and onto others. Maybe just take a moment and think about a situation this week that was frustrating for you, maybe a situation where you were anxious, a situation that you were striving or stressed out. Just, just think about a situation that you were in this week. And now just ask that question, Father, what was blocking my heart from overflowing in your love in that moment? What was blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in that moment? Maybe think about a situation this week where you were, you know, talking down uh, about your, yourself, the, the beautiful person you are that God created. Maybe you thought this week you were a screw-up or that, that you weren't deserving of love or whatever it might be, that you're just, maybe just down on yourself. So maybe picture that moment in your mind. And then just ask the question, Father, what was blocking the overflow of your love in that moment? What was blocking the overflow of your love in that moment? Maybe picture a time this week where you had a little bit of friction in a relationship. Maybe with a friend, maybe with a coworker, maybe with a spouse, where there's a bit of friction in that conversation. Picture that in your mind. And then just ask the question, Father, what was blocking my heart from overflowing with your love in that moment.
And finally, just take a moment to picture your life and what it would look like if you truly were overflowing with God's love in every moment. That at work, you were overflowing with God's love. While you're enjoying your hobbies, you were overflowing with God's love. Or you're spending time with friends and your spouse and, and others that you were just overflowing in God's love. What would it be like when there are those moments of tension and conflict in relationships if you were just overflowing with God's love in every single one of those moments? Because that's God's will for you. And God has provided the path for that to happen. Because His love is like a waterfall and it's flowing on you in every moment. And He's wanting that to sink into our hearts. And so, Father, would you help us this week with our weaknesses? With those umbrellas we put up that blocks the overflow of your love. And so, God, we lay down our pride. We lay down our control. God, we, we lay down our, our sense of trying to take ourselves too seriously. And we just receive your love. And we don't just receive a little bit. We receive rivers of your love. In Jesus' name.